Hello and welcome to the Broski Cast. Usually I'm joined by my brother Jason Salzman, but that's a little different this week. This week we have an honorary Broski. The man sitting to me, to my right here, is the owner of UWE. His name is Brad Eubanks, but the wrestling world of Tahlequah, Oklahoma, knows him as the reigning, defending UWE heavyweight champion of the world. This is the man called Fuel. Fuel, how are we doing today? Hey, man, I'm doing great. You know, I've uh, I've been UWE champion. I've been a tag champion. I've been uh, I've been Sooner Pro champion. We could talk about that later. I've never earned the title of Broski until right now. So I'm honored. I'll take it. Honorary Broski. You just heard it here. Um, <laughs> man, tell me. I guess. I guess before we get into UWE, tell me how you. Tell me how what. Well, I guess what inspired you to get into pro wrestling? Oh man, simple. My uh, my grandma would have me in my baby seat, right in front of the TV, watching Hulkamania running wild, and uh, you know. And then I just became a fan right at the beginning. Was a giant fan of it, um, and then. I think maybe at like three years old, I think me and my brother was already having matches in my grandma's living room. So yeah, I was just uh, born a fan. Okay. Yeah, that's, see, you said you grew up in the era of Hulkamania. My, my brother that does this with me, Jason, he, he's my older brother, so he grew up in that area, and I grew up during the Attitude Era. Aha! So we got a little bit different areas. Wow. So, so we have a little bit different commentary on things, but we agree yeah. on most. But, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. You, you said Hulkamania. He's the same way. He, he grew up on that. His favorite wrestler is Bret Hart. But, uh, oh, yeah, man. But, uh, no, man, I it was, it was a great show tonight. Thank uh, you. I, I Thank loved you. it. Um, I love the tag action. I love the the mini swerves. The title <laughs> match was good. Um, uh, just, I guess, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Sure, here, but sure. Like, your your character kind of seems like a it kind of seems like a, uh, a sting warrior hybrid. Or you are you pretty would, much? Would you, would you say you're, you're uh, a fan of both of those? You two? know, I was when I was a kid. I was a big Ultimate Warrior fan too. And uh, I would uh, paint my face up like the Ultimate Warrior when I was like a little kid. I'd wear the Ultimate Warrior t-shirt. I'd have strings tied to my arms. And then I would have sweats, but I would have red underwear over my sweats. So I guess that was my tights. Your tights, yeah. I would go around in stores growling at people, which I guess that's mostly what all the Ultimate Warrior did was yeah. growl at people. Uh, but um, then um, Sting was another one of my heroes. In fact, my very first live pro wrestling event. I was, I think I was around five years old. It was at the, it was at NSU here in town. Okay. It was at the old uh, basketball gym. Oh, uh, that's the police station now, I believe. Or, um, uh, could be wrong on that. No, uh, that that was, uh, the, now, now they used to have wrestling out of where the police station is now. That uh, used to be the old armory. Okay. But this is the old basketball gym for NSU. It's like oh, that dome okay. that's kind of okay, like where yeah. that be the change yeah, fountain is. Yeah, I know is. what you're talking about. Dude, yeah. okay, yeah, so it was in there. WCW, or I, it may have been WCW, they were starting that transition into WCW. But Jim it was, Crockett, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was still Jim Crockett. Um, the main event was Sid Vicious versus World Heavyweight Champion Sting. Sting had just won the world title from Ric Flair at the Great American Bash. 1990, I believe. Yes. yes. Um, so we knew they were coming, and my aunt, she painted my face up like yeah. Sting. So we get to the building and like we met the Young Pistols, we met Jim Ross, we signed autographs, and the Z-Man was there. I mean, uh, the, I think the Steiners were there, Iron Cheek, if I remember. But the main event, 
Sting versus uh, Sid Vicious. And since I was the only kid there that had his face painted like Sting, me and my brother Anarchy, we got to sit in front row on these two gorgeous ring girls laps. And we got to sit front row and watch Sting versus Sid Vicious. And a funny story was Sid, uh, Sid had Sting uh, right in front of me against the, uh, against the railing. And, you know, me being a little kid, you would think, oh, my God, I'm scared. My hero's getting killed. Yeah. I lunged at Sid, and I started scratching him and bit Sid's arm. Sid goes, oh, get off me, you little shit. Yeah. And about that time, here comes Sting. Boom! Rock Sid gave me a high five. It was awesome. Now, here's another tidbit. We used to, there was a, uh, he's a former uh, UWE star. He has unfortunately passed away a few years ago. His name was Sean Stop. He uh, was security that night, and he rem and it was him who asked me to step back. Yeah. Later on down the road, when I had my very first match, he hears me telling this story, and he freaks out in the locker room. I was the guy that told you to step back, and I high-fived you. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Well, here's another tidbit. Two, three rows above us sat Zach Sinister. So how we it's all connected, man. And then after that, um, growing up, I'll never forget. And this was a turning point, which was weird of me. You know, a little kid, you love all the heroes, man. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, the Rockers, my favorite tag team. Yeah. All of a sudden, Shawn Michaels super kicks Marty Jannetty and then throws him through the glass. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. Later on, like you know, when you pretend to be other wrestlers, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Somehow, and this was now, I'll never forget this. I was pretending to wrestle in my living room. I caught myself pretending to be Shawn Michaels. Uh -huh. And now I stopped and I caught myself. And I'll never forget, I was in the, uh, my, my grandma's living room. And I go, oh my God, I'm pretending to be Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is a bad guy. What the heck am I doing? And from that there on, man, Shawn Michaels was my favorite wrestler of all time. No, he's definitely... As far as workers, he's definitely, I, I mean, it, I, I, it, I don't it, see the argument, to be honest. It's so funny because among the wrestlers in, in between Sean, Sean says Ric Flair's the greatest of all time. Yeah. Ric Flair says Sean's the greatest of all time. So I'm like, hey, you guys could just keep that up. Yeah, I'm down just, with both. Yeah. No, they're, they're both great. They're both great. Did you... Did you stay a wrestling fan your whole life, or, or did you just, I mean, obviously you're a wrestler now. Yeah, But yeah. Did, you, did you, was there any points where you were just like, I'm not really into it anymore, or did it pretty much stick with you for Dude, your whole life? here's the thing. It was weird. I stuck with it through the good times and the bad, <laughs> you know, and then the great times. Yeah. Um, there was a point in my life where my mom uh, married some this jerk who, you know, he's six feet under now, but he wouldn't let me watch wrestling. So I would sneak and watch wrestling. Yeah. And I, there was a period where I lost track of what was going on. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I turn on WCW, and Hulk Hogan's on WCW. I'm like, what the heck is... Why is Hulk Hogan there? Why is Brutus the Barber Beefcake wearing weird face paint? Hulk Hogan oh, and Sting are attacked? Who's this giant? There's a giant now? Yeah. WCW 94, yeah. 95. Zodiac, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was awful. Listen to Tony Schiavone's podcast. Yeah. What uh, What happened when, I believe? Halloween called? Havoc yeah. 95, yeah. 94 is like the greatest, most hilarious thing you'll oh, ever it's, hear. It's good stuff. Oh my gosh. But yeah, there was a period of time where I lost track. But then, nah, man, I always stayed a fan. I loved it. 
Uh, Bret Hart was one of my heroes, but it's always been Shawn Michaels and Sting, man. Sting. And of course, you know Stone Cold and The Rock. And, and Van, da I became a huge Van. Rob Van Dam fan. So athletic. Yeah, man. Yeah. But that's 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 my whole wrestling story, yeah, man. See, like being a fan. Yeah. See, I was born in '91, uh, and I was spoiled because I got into wrestling uh, about the time about '97. So Stone Cold was coming in, coming in hot. So I got spoiled, and I, I'm like you. I stayed a wrestling fan my whole life. Now there were spurts where, like a year or two, I might have like. Yeah. Lost track of it, but for you. the most part, I stayed with it. Yeah. I got spoiled at first because I was the Attitude Era. And then the, the I can't believe you got grown up on the Attitude Era. Holy cow! Yeah, and then the Ruthless Aggression Era, and then, you know... Uh, 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 what uh, uh, ruthless Aggression! <laughs> now we got, you know, what we got now, which I still watch. I'm, I'm not yeah. as big a fan, but I, I'm more into the I indie know. scene, as you can tell. Hey, indie yeah, scene's good, yeah. man. Um, hey, you know what's so great? WWE is kind of like in their weird transition period. We get it. There's still some really good stuff there. Yeah. But man, you see the indie scene popping up. Wrestling has always gone through these weird boom stages. Yeah. And right now, wrestling is right there on the cusp of a big boom. Oh, I love and it. what's going to happen is somebody's going to break through the mainstream, just like Cena did, just like The Rock, just like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And when that happens, here's the weird thing, and this is what people. And this is my opinion, but if you look back and you really analyze it, it happens. The more successful the WWE is, the more successful pro wrestling is in the terms of in fans, and then the more the wrestling business benefits because we have to look at it that way. Yeah. They're the dogs. They're always going to be there. They're always going to be there. Yeah. AEW's coming up. Going to give them a little That's bit. Yeah. They're going to. I think AEW is actually going to help the WWE to start, I don't know, being competitive again yeah. and all this stuff. And you can kind of tell they're, st they're, they're slowly yeah. getting there. I think they are. <laughs> uh, my, my brother told me a couple weeks ago we were, when we were recording our first one, we, we he said, you know, a competition is great for anything. If, if you're a baseball team and you're playing yourself, like, what's the point? And I, I truly believe that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's – I really think we're in the, the next great era of pro wrestling. Yeah, but, man. I mean, that's their story. But I want to know a little, yeah, little, sure, about, sure, sure, know sure, a little sure. bit about, about your story. Yeah, how man. did you, how did you come upon uh, getting into pro wrestling? Because everybody says, "Oh, I want to be a pro wrestler," and then yeah. some people never do it, or they just, you know, it just kind of just goes off. And I just want to know how you got into pro wrestling. Well, there was a wrestling company from Tulsa that would come down to Telecom and have some shows. It was called like OPW, Oklahoma Pro Wrestling, and then it kind of transitioned into OCW, Oklahoma Championship Wrestling. And we would go watch their shows. And of course, back in 1999, we kind of started uh, our little backyard fed. Yeah. And that's 1999 is when I created the man they call Fuel. I was sitting there looking at a. I was a. I'm a huge Metallica fan, yeah. and I was looking at the. I was trying to come up with a wrestling character, and I was trying to come up with a name. And I was like, I don't want to be known as Bob Smith or anything like that. I want. I want a wrestling name like Sting. And I looked at my phone. I kept looking at the album of Metallica S and M, and I kept looking at Fuel. And I listened to that song. I was like, Oh my God, this would be awesome entrance music. Yeah. Fuel, man, they call Fuel. Holy smoke, I'm the man they call Fuel. So Fuel was actually born in 1999. So a couple years later, uh, 2001, my grandma passed away, the one that got me into wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I went to her funeral and I vowed, and I said at her funeral, I'm gonna become a pro wrestler. So we started going to watch these shows that coming in, and these guys were like, what about training? And they said they would train us for like $3,000. And we're like, well, we've never seen $3,000, so that ain't going to work. So we're like, well, how are we going to do this? 
Well, all of a sudden, my brother used to work at old B&J's restaurant. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting in there. All of a sudden, these two guys come in. And my brother has gone had gone to see some wrestling here in town. Yeah. And he walks out there at B&J's restaurant. And sure enough, there is a two big Indian dudes. Well, one big Indian dude, one very big Indian dude. One guy's name was Daniel Flynn. The other guy's name was uh, known as Big Smooth. And my brother walked up and goes, hey, you guys are wrestlers, man. We want to get to training. And Daniel goes, here, call this guy. And gave him this number to this guy named Anthony Pritchett. Yeah. They say they train in Westville. Okay. Well, what's weird is the day after that, my, my uncle John, who passed away, he's friends with Rolling Thunder. And Rolling Thunder came out to the house, and my uncle wanted me to show Rolling Thunder what I could do. So I did a 450 off a ladder, off a picnic table, onto a bunch of cushions. And then Steve, and then uh, Thunder got in there, and he goes, "Come here, tie up with me." And I, my very first tie up, yeah. and my very first hip toss, was from Rolling Thunder. And he said, "Yeah, they still train in Westville." So I called the guy. His name is Anthony, and we go. He's like, "Come up." So we went up to uh, Stillwell. It was actually Cherry Tree, three miles south of Stillwell. We go in there. We paid our money for uh, the Never Give Up test, is what I call it now. Basically, four and a half hours of pure cardio hell. Dang. It's designed to make you quit. We didn't quit. Yeah. Um, that man's name's Running Wolf, who you saw tonight, that attacked Anarchy, and that's the, gonna the swerve. That's the swerve. Yeah. But yeah, and lo and behold, we uh, got connected with Wolf. We ran in Sooner Pro Wrestling. Uh, our very first match, me and Anarchy had our very first match against each other, and it was at the uh, Cherry Tree Sports Complex, and it's three miles south of Stillwell, uh, May the 4th, 2002. 17 years later, here we are. And UWE has been running hard since uh, September of 2009. So yeah, we'd been doing it once a month. We used to do them over at the uh, the uh, we had our first show at Job Corps. Mm -hmm. We had our shows over at the, the community building. We used to run out at the 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 uh, the, uh, the fairgrounds. Yeah. Fairgrounds building number two. Then we moved over to Sequoia High School, and then we've been here for about four or five years now here in Marcoma, and this is our favorite place. Do you do you just have a working? Is it like a working agreement with them to run we, here? We, or is it we, just well, a... we we rent the building. Okay. But what's so cool is they, like a lot of places, you know, when you have a wrestling show, you get blamed for crap that's not your fault. Yeah. Well, this was bent. I said yes, it was. Well, y'all left it dirty. No, we didn't. We cleaned up before and after. Yeah. So you get blamed, and like people really don't want you there because it's it's wrestling. It's wrestling. This yeah. place right here, I've grown to love all these people um all the trainers here are amazing at marcoma and they actually want us here and we've been bringing new eyes on the gym and we yeah. they've gotten new membership because of our shows people that's lived here in town their whole lives have never been here and they're like oh my gosh i can't believe this are you cherokee yes well it's free <laughs> see, yeah see i was i was amazed my wife my wife came to a show before i did yeah and um uh she was like, yeah, there's a, there's a pro wrestling, you know, in, in Tahlequah. And I was like, in Tahlequah? And I had been living here since, I, I guess I just didn't branch out. And I didn't think about it. Or I guess I was in my own little WWE bubble. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. I was just like, there ain't no Tahlequah wrestling. And then sure enough, like, it's, I, I lived here from 2014 to 17. And then we just recently moved back. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, are you kidding me? I could have been like, I, I could have been y'all's number one fan or something. Like, for these past, <laughs> past four years or so, past four or five years or so. But yeah, I was just amazed. And then. Here we are, man. Um, like I said before, man, it was a great show. Uh, I dug it, man. Uh, 
It's only my second indie show. I actually, oh, yeah. This, this is the second time I've actually watched you wrestle. I watched you wrestle at um, the World Class event at the NSU Event Center. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Oh, you was there? Yeah. That was so much fun. Dude, Tatanka was so cool. Me and him hooked Just up, pop. man. The poppy guy was Yeah, so me and Tatanka. Dude, he was a funny dude, man. We hung out in the back, and I mostly hung out with Tatanka, man. We were yeah. just shooting stories. All those dudes were really cool to us in the back. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'd always wanted to go on their shows, and then I, as soon as I seen Carlito and uh, Chavo on, on the bill, I was like, well, I'm definitely going to go on that one. And then they were they were saying that, uh, and then my wife had told me, she's like, yeah, that's that's Fuel. We had seen him, because I think y'all ran the Saturday before that. She's like, yeah, we saw him, you know, wrestle Saturday, and uh, she just had high praise for you. And, that's cool, uh, man. Uh, but yeah, she she really sold me on you. And, well, that's awesome. Uh, you you sold me on me you whenever I, whenever I saw you wrestle. That's my job, um, man. Yeah. Thank you for that. Oh, not a problem. Not a problem. Man, um, that tells me I'm doing my job right. No, man. you are. You're definitely <laughs> doing it right. Um, I guess. I mean, I don't have much left. Um, yeah. You told, man. Me, you told me your favorite wrestler was Shawn Michaels. Um, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess we're gonna end this. I was gonna ask you that, but you already yeah. told me that. What would you say is your favorite uh, favorite match of all time, if you had one? Ooh, favorite and, match of all time. And um, I'll t- another, it's a two-part. Your favorite match of all time as a mm-hmm. fan, and then your favorite match of all time as a wrestler. Ooh, okay. Okay, as a fan. My favorite match of all time may have been WrestleMania 12, the 60-minute Iron Man match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. That was just... It's classic. That was pro wrestling to me. Yeah. Um... Uh, my opinion as a wrestler, the probably greatest match of all time. Ooh, that's tough. Let's say, let's say Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, WrestleMania 25. Okay. That match was just, gave me so much anxiety. I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. That match right there is probably my favorite. Um, now, my, my personal favorite match I've ever been in... Ooh, maybe, maybe the first ladder match I was ever in. It was Showdown Two. It was myself versus John Cross, and we went almost forty-five minutes in a ladder match. Um, I think because that's probably my favorite match I've ever been in was because it solidified Showdown. Yeah, John Cross and Big Smooth. Start like kicked off showdown because they were the main event. Yeah, I think me and Cross solidified showdown as the event of the year, and it's grown ever since, man. And here we are. <laughs> here we are continuing to grow and grow. You got shows every yeah, every man. every month. It seems like, man. I uh, I can't thank you enough uh, for letting me do this. Um, I appreciate it. Um, I'm Thank trying you, to grow. Man. I know you're trying to grow your brand. You you have been. I'm trying to grow my brand. I, I yeah. appreciate it. You do. Uh, you hook us up, man. Uh, we'll we'll plug you, man. Yeah, we'll I appreciate like crazy. it. But uh, this, there it is, folks. That was uh, Brad Eubanks, aka the man called Fuel, and this has been the Broski Cast. All right, and that was our honorary Broski of the week. A big thank you to Brad Eubanks, aka the man called Fuel. We, we, I went out and checked out uh, UWE Memorial Day Bash last night. It was a great show. Um, we had They had an eight-man tag team tournament. Um, the world title and the Apex title and a triple threat, a unification bout. 
Um, top to bottom, great show, fun time. Um, if you live in if you live in Tahlequah and and you're a wrestling fan, it's only six bucks. They run a show every month. There's really no reason for you not to get out. It's it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. We did. We watched the show. Heck, we even helped tear down the ring. My, my brother-in-law Mike is trying to get in the wrestling business, so I helped him pay his dues a little bit. And we just had a great night. Uh, once again, I can't thank those guys enough, and I, I think I can't thank uh, Brad enough and his staff for just you know being so kind and humble to us. Um, I know this is just a little bitty. You know, this is kind of a short episode this week. Um, but next week, Jason and I will be back. Um, we're going to be, um, we are going to be, uh, recording our top 10, uh, ladder matches of all time. And we'll hopefully get it out to you pretty soon. And until then, thank you for listening to the Broski cast and stay awesome. Thank you.